Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. This is Islam for Christians, episode 60, Hadith, Potential Redemption, Faith the Size of a Mustard Seed. This Hadith is from the Sahih al-Bukhari collection. This is number 6560. Allah's Messenger said, When the people of paradise have entered paradise, and the people of the fire have entered the fire, Allah will say, Take out of the fire whoever has got faith equal to a mustard seed in his heart. They will come out, and by that time they would have burnt and become like coal, and then they will be thrown into the river of Al-Hayat, which is life, and they will spring up just as a seed grows on the bank of a rainwater stream. The prophet said, don't you see that the germinating seed comes out yellow and twisted? Metaphors using the mustard seed are pretty familiar to Christians, and extremely so, given its use of multiple parables from Jesus relating to the mustard seed. So, when a Christian is reading this, and you see this from another holy man, from another religion, it really, really grabs your attention. And particularly when Muhammad is using it in the same way that Jesus did, and really using the metaphor in both of the ways that Jesus used it. You know, Jesus used the mustard seed as a symbol of potential. There's this tiny seed that can grow into a giant mustard tree. That's the first use. Uh, here's the Matthew version of that story. Jesus presented another parable to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. And this is smaller than all other seeds. But when it is full grown, it is larger than the garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. So here we have the mustard seed as the potential of what humans can become, what the church can become, regardless of where it is starting from. But Jesus also used it to illustrate smallness of size, the most inconsequentially sized thing in the world. Because, you know, physically, in Jesus's world, this really was the smallest thing that they could think of. In modern times, we might say an atom or an electron or a, a quark, if you're so inclined. But the point you know, is that this is the smallest unit of existence. And this is used in Matthew and Luke to demonstrate just how little faith it requires to do extraordinary things. In Matthew, Jesus tells his apostles that just a little faith, Faith the size of a mustard seed, that amount of faith can move mountains. Now, in Luke, it's not a mountain, it's a tree. But you get the idea. Just one tiny, insignificant sliver of the power of God can lead to amazing, big things. Muhammad combines these two uses in his parable or story, or saying, or hadith, you know, whatever you actually want to call this. Now, first, it is used to demonstrate 
tininess. This is what happens to the people who have even the smallest amount of faith. Like I noted before in Jesus' example, a mustard seed of faith. And then he used it for potential that, you know, some person will eventually revive and come to life and have a quality of life once the spirit fully blossoms from that tiny little seed. And this is actually not an isolated use either in the Hadith traditions. Uh, Muhammad often is telling people that anyone with a mustard seed of faith will not enter hell, or anyone with a mustard seed of pride will not see paradise, and so on. So Muhammad likes the metaphor of the mustard seed, but funny enough, by the time we get to the end of this story, the plant in question, I think, it has completely changed. It's a different plant. You know, and that can be real confusing if you don't notice the shift, because now we're not talking about mustard seeds and what a mustard seed grows into. We're talking about grain. Um, and that's why you see yellow and twisted at the end there. Now, at first, this sounds bad. You know, yellow and twisted. That doesn't sound like a very healthy plant. But Muhammad is talking about a grain near a flood channel, yellow and twisted. At first glance, this makes no sense. Because doesn't that sound bad? You know, actually, I it really is meant as a good thing. You know, I'm no farmer, but grain is supposed to be yellow, or at least yellowish, or brownish or amber colored. That's the famous term, at least over here. Uh, in America, we talk about the amber waves of grain. And grain is supposed to look twisted, too. You know, I've seen the Arabic word also translated as intertwine. So the twisted doesn't mean it's, it's deformed or wrong or something. It means that it's braided and strong. So yellow and twisted. That's a good thing. We should all be so lucky. And it really is a great story of hope here, hope for us, and even hope for someone who may have died, but just never really made God that large of a priority. I'm sure you know someone like this. And, you know, the person in hell, if there is one sliver, one iota, one tiny microscopic bit of faith, there is hope. A modern equivalent of this could be, say, a person's in the hospital. They're clinging to life support. Now, just as a person can cling to a tiny bit of life, as long as brain death doesn't occur, there is always hope. If a person is on life support, in a coma, barely clinging to life, there is still hope for growth, a hope for strength, a hope for improvement, a hope for a thriving life in the future. Just as long as that brain has functional cells that are receiving oxygen, there is hope. And in Muhammad's metaphor, faith is that oxygen-rich brain. Everything is possible if it remains in some way. Faith, however little, has infinite potential. 
And this Hadith really throws some great paint on the black and white dividing line between heaven and hell. You know, that traditional, so heaven, hell, there's nothing in between. Well, maybe not really. Because if someone has any tiny amount of faith, a person's state at the time of death is not the ultimate, final, black and white, decisive factor in the quality of that person's afterlife. So obviously, faith is an extremely important thing. It's, it's the hope of all mankind. So what is faith? Faith is not just believing in God, particularly when this was written. For an ancient person, believing in God wasn't really that extraordinary of an act. You know, that's part of it, obviously, but more so it's trusting in God, trusting that he is telling you the truth. And given this, you're willing to submit your will to his will. It's having a desire to love God, a desire to serve him, a desire to be holy. If there is the slightest bit of this present in a person, if the devil has not extinguished the fire completely, then faith still lives, which means growth is still possible, even if life on earth is no longer possible. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time. Inshallah. Thank you for listening to Islam for Christians. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to keep this show ad-free, you can also visit my Patreon page and subscribe. I'm at patreon.com slash Islam for Christians. That's patreon.com slash Islam for Christians.